WPTF Radio, Raleigh, North Carolina. And I'm Reese Edwards. Hello, everybody. Atlantic Coast Conference Tournament Basketball is on the air. This is Wally Osley. This is Bill Jackson speaking. Hello, everybody. Welcome now to Sportsline. Gary Dornberg with you. I'm Tony Rixby, WPTF News. Hello, this is Charles Carroll, CBS News, WPTF in Raleigh. Well, hello, everybody. Welcome back to Carolina Newsmakers. I'm Don Curtis. Hello, friends. This is Bill Friday, WPTF in Raleigh. I'm Rufus Adbiston on the Weekend Gardener. Now, here is your moderator, Tom Kemp. Thanks for watching this week's NC Spin. Now, here is Kay Kaiser. Hello, well, that's good. This is Aunt Devine. This is Robert St. John in the NBC Newsroom in New York. The Monitor Edition of News of the World. Debnam views the news. And now, here is Mr. Debnam. Good afternoon, everyone. Yours truly, Sam Beard. And Jim Reed. And Carl Gert. Thank you, Sam. And greetings to all of our listeners. This is Harry Presley, WPTF in Raleigh, North Carolina. Wayne Edda is standing by now with a check of the latest news. WPTF News presents Regional Report, a digest of late happenings throughout the area. This is Bill Ellis. This is Jimmy Cash. For the nocturne, we send as... This is Bill Hope. This is Warren Barfield with Kingdom Scott at the organ and a program of familiar carols. Good morning, this is Phil Franklin. And this is J.C. Knowles with the North Carolina Collection on WPTF. I'm Mike Lightman, WPTF News. Good evening, I'm David Sherrill. This is Robert Hager, WPTF News. This is Bob Farrington. Good morning, everybody. Charlie Gaddy here with Ask Your Neighbor. Mario Dell here. Fess Parker, our guest this morning here at News Talk 680. Well, Jack Boston, that was a great introduction. Hey, everyone, great to have you with us. This is North Carolina's Morning News. I'm Brian Freeman on WPTF. Hello, I'm your friend Bart Rittner. Good afternoon. Welcome back to the Bob Butler Show. And this is Ned Champion reporting. And here is Carl Venters. WPTF is the voice that shares with its neighbors what it's like to be living the life of Raw. This is Charles Osgood wishing Mike Raley and Ann Clapp congratulations on the anniversary of WPTF's Weekend Garden Report. This is Donna Mason on 680 WPTF. And I'm Dick Stork in the WPTF. Record Vault. Good morning to you. Tom Kearney here. Johnny Hood on the Southern Farm Network. Well, howdy, everybody. I'm Hap Hanson. I'm Marlon Bowling reporting. I'm Ann Clapp. And this is a Tar Heel Gardener saying, keep them growing. Now, the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF. We just just talking about uh, trying to figure out how to do the show on on the uh, during the parade on a float. Now, that's intriguing, but they might have to to nail, nail our shoes to the, to the float. <laughs> so we, I guess we could sit down. We'd have to nail the we'd have to nail the the chairs to the floaters up <laughs> and and wear a seat. We were concerned about needing a porta potty, and I, <laughs> and I don't know how that would look. For I wasn't going to bring Christmas that up again, Christmas but we were talking parade. about that too. We we had we were being very innovative, forward thinking. Oh, yeah. Three hours is a long time to do a show. 
Mm. Uh, well, when I when the break in uh, began, I had announced the death of a Daphne. Yes, and uh, that's a sad. Please tell us about that. How many have you lost in the last few years? In the last twenty years, I've probably lost five Daphnes. Oh, that's not bad. This this one was a a good ten year one. Well, it yeah. was uh, three feet tall, uh, maybe four, five feet five feet wide, at least. And last year was just so absolutely beautiful. Had blooms on it this year. I thought it would be the most wondrous year. About two weeks ago, I looked, and the leaves had drooped a little bit, and I said, nope, that's it. That's it. <laughs> I said, bye-bye. I said the last rites for it. I, I read Passing On Into Jordan, and uh, I, I must let her sit there for a while, and then— <laughs> Well, that's you know they they are killed usually by phytophthora root rot, right? Yes. So how do you prevent phytophthora root rot? Well, most people will tell you if, if drainage is the key, and and spectacular drainage, i.e., build them up in a raised bed, even mix, you know, maybe permatil or something that just tremendously improves the drainage. You know, lots of people will tell you that they've had some success growing them in containers where they could ensure that they had really outstanding drainage. I mean, you can't, part of the problem is see other plants that have red tips, for instance, that have, uh, you know, leaf spot issues, you can kind of plan a fungicide application a couple of times a year and you seem to kind of prevent it from happening. No way but, here. <laughs> but with the Daphne that, I mean, I know people that have fungicided them just religiously and still, so I think it's more of a question of that particular plant. It has to be the right fungicide and the right timing, and both of those seems to be difficult things to— I, I've often wondered, why does it not go into extinction? <laughs> <laughs> well, you still, it's like every now and then, you know, I, I've got a friend of mine that <clears throat> bought a house downtown, uh, pretty much downtown Raleigh, and next door neighbor had one, must have been 25 years old, biggest one he said he'd ever seen in his life in the backyard. They didn't even know what it was. So, well, it has a real nice smelling flower on it in the wintertime <laughs> and just pure neglected and in a place, and it just found a place to thrive. You know, I do think there is such a thing as sometimes there are certain cultivars that are maybe a little bit stronger. And I know of, you know, some of the people that mess around with breeding and all have been trying to look at that. Well, and, let me know when A that person happens. that could find a Daphne that had a better chance of living would have a winner. <laughs> yes. Well, I'll tell you, I, I, don't, I don't know how old this Daphne is in my yard that uh, I neglect, literally neglected, forgot about, and, and grew, busted the pot open as it grew and grew into the ground and is now it was behind a Mahonia, and I, I I just placed it over there. Somebody just gave it to me, and I, I put it aside, and I forgot about it. And it has grown around almost all the way around. Maybe you should try that, Rufus. Reaching. Next one you get in a pot, don't plant. Yeah. Stick out somewhere and forget about it, and yeah. come back in a year or two and see what's happening. But I don't. It's, I, I know it's that. been <laughs> it's been well past ten years. Uh. This thing has been growing so. If it just keeps going, I maybe I need to bring somebody. I'll, I'll bring out and let you take uh, take some cuttings. Off take of some it. cuttings, yeah, and try to figure out if it's a if it's a new winner, mm. if it's something that will will help that plight. 
You know, each season brings a, a different challenge for us. Uh, this morning, if you're in Buffalo, New York, <laughs> it brings 65 inches of snow. Now, your car, you think it's suffering if your battery doesn't start in the winter. Well, see, the, the July heat is what got that. The heat is really bad on on the batteries, and they. they uh, but you got to get the battery checked. And uh, King's Auto Service is a great place to do that. It's the top place to take care of your car. Period. And they believe in being proactive at King's for the maintenance of your car and the effects of the hot or cold weather. It you know the great time. To get your belts and hoses and fluid levels checked, along with the antifreeze protection and tread depth on your tires for maximum handling and control of your vehicle, of course, is so important in any kind of weather. King's Auto Service can help you with preparation of all types, including you've been hearing about the uh, people stealing the catalytic converters. Well, King's has come up with a way to help prevent that with the installation of a cat shield. It shields the catalytic converter. Thief can't take it. So give them a call. And believe me, a catalytic converter is going to cost two or $3,000 to replace. So you'd much rather have the cat shield, which is much, much, much less expensive. Give them a call. Let them help you. And if you have a hybrid vehicle... They've got you covered there, too. They have certified hybrid technicians at King's that are ready to diagnose and give you all the available options for your high-voltage battery pack replacements, which will last a long time, but uh, say 150,000 miles it goes out. They can help you with with that and get you a, a battery that's less expensive, probably, than the dealer can handle. King's Auto Service and King's Correct Lube. Yeah, they, they change oil quickly, too. Easy to find at 1039 Northwest Street in downtown Raleigh and at kingautomotive.net. King's Automotive Service, Raleigh's most reliable auto care since 1946. Steve is uh, back with us. Steve, hello. Hey, Steve. You guys were talking about French trees a while ago. Yeah, do you have one? And I have uh, two of them in my yard, and just as a word of caution... They are water hogs. Oh. And everything I try to plant underneath them gets sucked dry. I mean, gets starved. I've tried planting daylilies. I've tried planting sedums. Uh, Basically, now what I've tried, what I'm doing is just uh, mulching around it and then trying to keep things out of the drip line. Because you can't plant anything directly underneath it. They, wow! They will suck them dry. That is that. You know, it's probably true of a lot of a lot of trees. They they're so going to win every time. One of the worst ones I've ever dealt with. Wow! Its roots are when you dig up the stuff that you're uh, that's uh, getting choked off. The root ball is so the roots on that fringe tree are so fine. It's like uh, hair. Uh huh. You know, it's like a clump of hair. And wow. You have to Sounds like a palm tree. <laughs> the roots out to get all that uh, fringe root out. Uh-huh. And it will wrap itself around whatever you plant and just suck it dry. Good to so see. just be cautious about 
I mean, I've experimented with a lot of things. I just don't put anything in the drip line anymore. Excellent. All right. Well, Steve, thank you for that tip. I appreciate it. I hope it's just one of those things that uh-huh. you got. It's just an observation I've made over the years. Excellent. Thank you, Steve. Have a great weekend. Sure enough. All righty. Ann is with us in Raleigh. Hey, Ann. Good morning. Yes. How can we help you? Enjoy listening to your show. I listen every Saturday. You are so nice. Thank you. Oh, it's it's wonderful. Thank you. Uh, I have a question about dahlias. I have two dark angel dahlias, and um, of course the frost frost has gotten them. Do I cut them all the way back to the ground, or how how do I deal with them? Is, is it completely flopped over, dead and everything? I don't like to rush it. Sometimes you get that first frost and it's only halfway killed it back. Does that make any sense to you? Only mostly dead. I, I would wait just a little bit longer till, till, it, was, till it was completely dead before I cut yeah. it back. It's funny, up in the mountains, uh, the, my mother's favorite church flower was dahlias, but you always had to dig up the roots and put them in the cellar. Now down here, I mine survive over the winter. I don't know what you do, Anne. Do you leave yours in the ground? Well, this is the first time I've planted them, so you can tell me about that too, please. Well, I think you have it. Some cultivars are a little better than others, and you don't know till you try. So I'd give it a shot at yeah. leaving it at the ground. I might would spread some extra mulch around over it if it was anything but decomposed leaves or shredded hardwood or pine bark, just remember as we get into springtime to pull all that mulch back away uh, uh-huh. f- from it. But that would provide a little extra warmth for the root ball. And as with most things, usually the first winter or two is the most challenging. If you can get back through <clears throat> the first winter, then often it greatly increases the chance that it will come back year after year. But there are okay. some dahlias that are more cold-hardy than others. And I'm not familiar with the one you said off the top of my head. I couldn't tell you. Okay. Um, now, when are they supposed to bloom? Well, most dahlias are summer bloomers, and some are late summer bloomers. Yeah, there's this, this is late summer. Yeah, usually late summer into fall on most of them. It's not a May kind of bloomer. Uh, it ta- uh-huh. takes them a while to get going and a lot more heat and a lot more sunshine. Okay, because the label said that it was a, a summer bloom, which is what I wanted, but it was late, very late. Summer. Yeah, and some of or the ones fall. that have a really large bloom are mm-hmm. at, are the latest of the of the dahlia bloomers. Well, that would explain this. This had a beautiful, large, uh, deep purple yeah, and, bloom, and, and some of the ones that get some hype to them, you'd need to figure mm-hmm. out a way to support them. Because sometimes the bloom is so heavy, it'll make them topple over or make the stem bend and crease and, and break in two. That would be a nice problem, but this, this was not that. <laughs> it was just right. Good. So that, this, this is uh, good information, and I thank you very much. You're welcome. Yeah. And you have a great day. Thank you, Ann. Thank you all. Thank you very much. Right. They've stopped the Raleigh Christmas Parade. Somebody apparently got hit by a vehicle it looks like a uh, uh, large gmc truck and um yeah brakes went out 
Oh, Is that right? Goodness. Brakes went out? Wow. Yeah, okay. So uh, the police have stopped the police there. That Somebody has been taken by ambulance, but there's a fire truck there, and police, of course, were uh, – we saw the motorcycle police in the parade. They are, are taking a look at it, and I'm not sure what's going to happen, but that's going to stop. This is, looks like it's uh, on Fayetteville Street, but I'm not sure. I think it's Fayetteville Street. So the the Raleigh Christmas Parade has been stopped because someone was hit by I don't know I don't know why they would have been hit, but we'll see if we can find out for that if somebody just ran out uh, trying to get to the other side of the street and uh, were hit or um, if somebody I guess that since the truck lost its brakes or had trouble braking. They may have run into the back of whatever it was in front of, or and there may have been people in front of them. So we are our prayers go out to, to those folks. This I don't know if this has ever happened before, but there's still it, it, it it's still moving down Hillsborough Street. I'm looking at, at at some of that going on. So the some of the parade is still moving, but they are kind of clogged up uh, down the line. We'll keep you updated on the Raleigh Christmas Parade and what's going on right now. You're listening to The Weekend Gardener here on WPTF. We'll talk to Dave after this. You're listening to the longest-running gardening show on the radio. It's the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. It's 1026, and Dave is with us in Raleigh. Dave, good morning. You're on WPTF. Uh, hey, I'm calling back. I just can't stay away. I'm becoming the new Steve, I think. Well, <laughs> well we're glad that y'all can't stay away. By the way, uh, Dave, uh, uh, second, the, the Raleigh Christmas Parade has stopped because a truck, a pickup truck, pulling a float lost its brakes. I, you know, obviously, they weren't going very fast, but there was a dance group. CC and company really dance group. Young people, little girls and boys, I guess mainly girls. Uh, and it, uh, it hit a little girl, a little like uh, she may have injured leg, have some injured legs, not a head. That's good. But she was uh, taken to the hospital. And I, I can't uh, tell exactly where it is, but the, the parade has stopped because of that. And we'll, we'll keep you updated. I don't know if any, more than one person was injured, but there was a little dance group in front of this truck. And it uh, nothing nefarious. It, it was... Uh, the the truck is sitting there, and I guess uh, the brakes just didn't hold. It was pulling a pulling a float of some kind, and so we uh, our prayers go out to that young lady. We'll we'll, we'll have more people if uh, maybe more people are involved. I'm not sure, but the, the the Raleigh Christmas Parade has stopped because of that incident, the little accident that happened, or big accident uh, that involved a, a truck and uh, hitting. Hitting a little girl, I know at least one little girl. Dave, uh, what can we help you with? Well, if you guys are going to continue strategizing how to broadcast from a float uh, <laughs> next year, don't forget to include Jason, your engineer there, because I think the logistics of broadcasting from a moving float are probably more than you guys just calling in on a cell phone. Oh, but but, <laughs> but actually, when we broadcast, we are using a uh, what it's a several thousand dollar cell phone uh unit from comrex 
Uh, it doesn't look like a cell phone, but essentially uh, works off of cell towers, and it makes you – it's digital. You sound like you're in the studio, and it uh, is marvelous. And, it's and Jason port- remains and it's in the studio. <laughs> and, and Jason can uh, talk to us through that. Uh, we hear from him through that. Uh, we do need an engineer, but uh, Jason, we need Jason here because we can we can do it. And a really long extension cord. We don't we don't we don't need that. Everything's over over the air. It's a marvelous world we live in. Hey, so I have a question about uh, Carolina cherry laurels again. All right. Well, hold on and let us take a break. I'm sorry about That's that, fine. but we're we're up on the break and we'll talk about cherry laurels uh, coming up. Bear on the WPTF Weekend Gardener. Get back to the WPTF Weekend Gardener with Mike, Ann, and Rufus. We're back on WPTF 1036. You're listening to the Weekend Gardener. We'll talk to Dave in a second. Uh, The uh, Raleigh Christmas Parade has been stopped because uh, along the parade routes, there was a pickup truck that was pulling a float, and in front of the pickup truck was a dance group. And apparently the truck lost, and nobody was going very fast, but the truck did lose its brakes and and injured at least one little girl who was uh, taken to the hospital. I don't know how serious the injuries are, but uh, that has been stopped. And I, I can't... I can't see exactly where along the route. I can't read the signs. But uh, is that is that St. Mary's? Is that St. Mary Street? So is it is it that far back? It may be uh, toward the back of the the parade. So I don't I don't know. It's really hard to tell exactly where this is going on. But some while well, we we're told the the parade stopped, obviously because uh, whatever's in front that had the accident. Nothing uh, nothing intentional. Uh, we don't think, but uh, this is uh, it's just such a shame, such a festive, wonderful event that we've been talking about all this morning has had to, to stop. And, and our prayers mm. go out to the family of this little girl. I hope she's going to be okay. Uh, and uh, the EMS vehicle. Luckily, uh, Gerald, you were telling me that there was a... Yeah, I just saw a caption on the TV we were watching. It said some of the parents from this dance company of the kids that were dancing were kind of walking along with them because they wanted to see them, obviously, and that one of them was an ER doctor. So oh, my gosh. So she was immediately right there on, oh, on the scene. Oh, Lord was watching over that child. Uh, so and, e- and obviously the police are there, the EMS, fire trucks, all of that in this parade. So I guess if there has to be an accident uh, – it it certainly happened in an opportune place, but uh, and it, and, it pointed out the driver was yelling out the window that his brakes were failing, but there was no for where for him to go because the sidewalks are completely yeah, packed with gosh, people. Oh, man. So it wasn't like you know, he could he try to bad. jerk it off the street or something. Oh, so awful. Mm. Yeah, what do you what do you do? Handbrakes. What yeah. Do you- 
these that truck would have handbrake on it. It should, should should have had one in the foot. It looked like it'd be a GMC. Yeah, I don't know. Could have stomped it was, on that. Could have tried to jam to, it in park. Yeah, it was trying to. Uh, but sometimes to, things like that uh, happen, and people yeah. don't. It's hard to think. Yeah, everything gives out sometimes, and you're pulling something yeah. like that, uh, several thousand pounds, and. So want to let you all know about that. We will keep you informed on that throughout the day here on WPTF. So it is uh, the parade has paused at, at this point. So uh, you know, everybody uh, is, is being taken care of. I think it's just one person, but they may it's at least one person, a little girl in a dance troupe that was uh, hit by this this truck. Uh, but luckily, they weren't going very fast. But still, when you get bumped like that, it um, you know you fall over, and and they want to make sure. So she was t- taken by an ambulance, which was right there, and looked checked over by an ER doctor. So uh, I'm sure she's going to be fine. Dave, uh, <coughs> you were talking. Uh, let let me uh, have the Cliff Joiner saying of the morning before we g- get back to you. Uh, Rufus has been real edgy about that. Go ahead, Rufus. Well, okay. Uh, <laughs> we did not come to fear the future. We came here to shape it. And then, from my old old friend, remember this: when your your job won't take care of you when you're sick, your friends and parents will stay in touch. There it goes. There, there you Dave, go. Dave, I thought we ought to give that in there. It's a danger. It might be severe. In, in uh, view of the little girl being hurt. Uh, yeah, and we just we, – we think that the parade has uh, – they're disbanding. They're not going to – Continue. Because it's a – yeah, they've got it They've got it roped off with with tape. And so we don't think that the parade is going to, to go any farther. I don't know how far they – a lot of these folks made it. This is uh, what a tragedy. What an awful thing, and uh, we hope that the injuries are not severe, but uh, they possibly could be. We just just are not sure right now. But it, an ER doctor sending uh, a child to the hospital uh, certainly um, is is not comforting to think about. No. So uh, the Raleigh Christmas Parade, we have reports that it has stopped, and that is because uh, a truck hit a, a little girl who was in front, marching in front of the, the truck. The truck was pulling a, uh, you know, a float, and it lost its brakes. Now, obviously, it wasn't going 50 miles an hour or anything, but uh, it was a big truck. So the child has been taken to the hospital. It's one little girl. We don't know that there were any other injuries, and certainly not uh, anything as, as severe as she had. Uh, but they're, they're taking care of her. I'm sure she's uh, pretty close to getting to the hospital. That's uh, the Raleigh Christmas Parade. Uh, we think it is disbanded, that they have stopped it because of, of tape, crime tape, the yellow tape across the, the street. But uh, we'll keep you updated on that uh, throughout the day, throughout the weekend here on WPTF. Dave, your uh, cherry laurels. Uh, yeah, it's kind of a. <laughs> I you know I don't I don't know how much Rufus you had to mount you tried to grow mountain laurels cherry laurels cherry are laurels easier, are easier to grow they are super easy to grow and grow unbelievably fast. <laughs> I, I have one, Gerald. 
that has grown at least four to five feet a year. Uh, it has not said what the label said it would do, though. It's supposed to have a little flower on it. It's never done that, but it's a beautiful tree with beautiful leaves. Does it have the little blackberry? No, because it's not flowering. No, it, it hasn't even had the blackberries. But it, it is a beautiful tree, and, it, and it's almost as wide as it is tall. Well, that's what I'm trying to achieve. The um, So the, going in the flashback machine two years or so, I called you guys up because right after I planted these things, uh, a deer kind of rubbed up and down one of mm-hmm. them and took all the bark and all the branches off it. And you guys gave me some advice on that one and the rest of them. And lo and behold, that tree that was damaged is the tallest tree of the six right now. Um, the problem I'm having is I was told that these these trees do well or do okay in the shade as well as the sun. And all the, this is the one that's in the, the, the brightest sun. And the rest of them that are somewhat shaded aren't growing for anything. Although they're, they're doing fine, they're just not growing. Do you have any tips other than cut down whatever's shading them as uh, to how to get them boosted a bit? Well, this is kind of always going to be the case. That yes, they will live and grow in shade, but they will always grow faster if they're getting more sun. Uh, you can try fertilizing those in the shade a little more, uh, any kind of slow-release fertilizer to help. You can always top or cut back on the one that is bigger if it looks kind of odd because it is so much bigger it is a tree that can take any and all kinds of pruning uh it will you you can't and sometimes they get not as thick as you would want and any kind of light pruning on them they will thicken right up so you you can't hardly make a mistake pruning one of them that's that's how resilient they are that was the second part of my question. Uh, I was trying to see how to get them to fill in more, and so you're, you're su- suggesting pruning a fair amount to yeah, get them you, to kind of thicken up. You can prune a fair amount. Sometimes I don't. How tall are they now? <clears throat> uh, the one that's growing is probably eight feet, maybe ten, somewhere in that range. It's starting to get nice. It, um, generally, the other ones uh, are barely five or six yeah generally speaking it that i wouldn't take more than 25 percent off height or width wise uh i th- that would be enough to get it to start to thicken up you can always go back and take more but you can't add <laughs> back to it if you yeah. take take too much so i would start you know a little maybe not quite as much as you want and work from there but that's just kind of a rule of thumb that I have. I, I'm, I'm not going to go more than 25% the first time I'm cutting back in particular because I'm trying to get it to thicken up. Well, if you, you want it, Dave, if you want it to widen out, the, 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 what Taking we the top mountain out. folks, top it. Yeah. But, but yep. let me ask this. What, what is, have you had berries on yours um, and blooms? I've had, I've, I haven't had berries. I've had uh, on the bigger one, I did get some flowers on it. Yeah, I've I failed to do that, uh, but I love the tree, uh, and it, it's it's a great uh, great hedge tree. Grows four or five feet a year. Well, I look forward to that. Um, 
the uh, so, so you're suggesting that I nibble at it. That's yeah, n- nibble uh, at it, and if and if you take some off all of them, do fertilize all of them, including the one that was larger, because that Got do it. want to generate the new growth on it as well. And do I want to do that now, or do I want to wait till later in the winter? I, I, you could do it now, but I probably would wait and do it like the first of March, because that way they're going to grow faster as as we're coming out of deep winter, so to speak. Mm-hmm. Uh, and I don't know that they're going to put on a ton of growth if you do it right now. So I think at this point in time, bearing down on December, I might would wait into February, early March to do it. Got it. Okay, it's on my calendar. Thank you. All You're right. welcome. Thank you. Thank you very much, Dave. The uh, Raleigh Christmas Parade has been canceled. Uh, this incident happened at Glenwood and Hillsborough Streets, so the the rest of the floats are not going to be able to make it. Uh, it's showing through. the truck now; they can't stop it. People are running up all around. Yeah. Uh, oh my goodness. Yeah, and there were there were a lot of people, and a, a bunch of uh, men ran out and and stopped it, but it um, it's very tragic. They are, uh, and police uh, surrounded it. This is a, a replay from the parade. Uh, this was, I guess, on Hillsborough Street. Yeah, Hillsborough and Glenwood is where it is. There's so many buildings that have changed there. It was hard to recognize it. But uh, this truck was pulling a float, and the brakes uh, were lost. And uh, there was a dance troupe in front. As I recall, we have um, Christine Bellino with us, uh, our new vice president for news. Uh, and, Christine, you were on a float, the Curtis Media float, in the parade. Uh, were you after or before? I guess you were. Um, you were. You had already gone through this area before it happened. Is that Not correct? yet. We were still waiting. We were oh. still waiting to okay. actually go off. This was right at the beginning stages of the parade. Yeah. And we received word that the parade had been halted for an at that time, undetermined reason. And then we found out about 15 minutes later that there had been an accident. The details are still pretty sketchy, but you've gone through most of them. We are told that a uh, child was struck by a vehicle that apparently lost its brake on the parade route. They did cancel the parade. They have asked everyone to remain off of the street to make way for emergency vehicles here. The scene is very much active. Police tape um, and uh, police have taped off of the area there's a lot of confusion because a lot of people still have no idea what happened. They just know right. that there was some sort of an accident and uh, people up to about a few minutes ago didn't even know that the parade was canceled because many people hadn't even gotten to start their part in the parade yet. So police are holding a news conference and we're waiting to hear more information. Uh, it seems very much active here and a lot of confusion and a lot of heartbreak and we're not we don't know yet the situation regarding the what we think is a little girl who was hit. Right. And it that's true. It was one child, uh, an adolescent girl who was hit. Uh, she was administered to immediately by a parent who was with this dance troupe, and she was an emergency physician. Uh, of course, and there were uh, police in the parade and fire trucks and emergency vehicles. She has been transported to Wake Med. That is probably the closest trauma center. So uh, hopefully 
uh, her legs legs were covered. I don't know that her her head was uh, that she hit her head, but certainly her legs were hurt. I don't know what else uh, we might report about that, but uh, it's just very very tragic. As far as we know, there's only one child involved though. And uh, this was an accident, nothing nefarious that we know. It was just just a total uh, uh, terrible accident. Yes, and it does appear that some of the members of the group that she was with have uh, gotten together in a church here, and they are using that as, as a meeting place and a place kind of just to, to regroup some of the little children who were in that dance troupe, obviously very affected because they saw it happen. And uh, lots of tears here. Mm. The entire group is assembled, and uh, there's everyone is really in shock. Well, I'm I'm sure they are, as as are the the people who were driving the truck. Uh, we could we could see them with their their they were leaning against uh, over the bed of the truck, and and they I, they looked I, in shock. I think the truck was part was connected with the dance company. I think okay. I saw something a while ago flash across the screen, right? Because it had like so it had some of, on the yeah, on there had some and, on the floor and, and had refreshments like all in the back of the bed okay. of the truck, and so I think it was tied in with the, the oh, dance that's, company. That's so awful. <clears throat> but we we just want to make sure that people know that this, with so many things going on in the world, that this was not uh, an intentional act by anyone, as far as we know. It was just a, a, a an accident, uh, and uh, it, it does appear that way. And it's it's a strange scene to see police officers here questioning children, yeah, as young as six and seven years old, and um, because they were witnesses to this incident, and you know they're doing their best to remain composed and tell police what happened. But I'm standing right in front of me. We have two Raleigh police officers, and the one officer is bent down to listen to the account being told by a little girl whose eyes are just filled with tears. And Mike, she's probably no more than seven years old. Yeah. I'm guessing she's, she's very small and uh, probably police just, you know, this is, I'm everybody obviously hoping that this little girl is okay, but also those around are definitely going to need counseling um, and just an odd sight. These police officers talking to all children here yeah well there's so many so many people there are probably 65,000 70,000 people watching uh there are it's a huge parade as we mentioned and uh you know i don't ever remember anything like this happening in the raleigh christmas parade or any of the the carrier or the nightdale or apex or any of the smaller communities here with their parades but it's i'm sure it's going to be on the minds of of many people as they're planning these parades and uh, I guess everybody is going to to have safety further safety checks too for vehicles and floats and and so forth. You know, it's a fairly new looking truck. It's looking yeah, like it was it, some it, old jalopy. Or I know. Something I'm was... I'm not sure what could have happened to that, but what a tragic thing, Christine. Uh, thank you very much. Uh, it was uh, fortunate that that you were there to report for us. I wish I were reporting under better circumstances. It certainly started out as a happier day for so many people here in Raleigh. Christine, thank you, and um, Godspeed to you. I hope hope you're able to get out of there. I hope everybody can get out safely and, and orderly and a very tragic day. We uh, Our prayers go out to the family and all of the dancers, and especially the little girl who was injured this morning. Uh, and uh, 
Thank you very much, Christine. We will be reporting on this, uh, our news department, throughout the day here on WPTF. Thank you, Christine. All right. Uh, yeah, so there we go. Uh, what started out as a, a tremendous morning watching, talking about the history of the parade and uh, hopefully uh, ends with just some relatively minor injuries, although the young lady was taken to the hospital. We hope it's it's nothing, nothing really, really serious uh, as a uh, – if you're just joining us here on the Weekend Gardener, uh, uh, Raleigh Christmas Parade is going on, a quite a large parade, a dance troupe, and apparently the uh, dance troupe had it was pulling a float, white vehicle, there was a float, and then some dancers in front, and the for some reason, the brakes gave out and started moving, not very fast, but fast enough. And you're, I don't know if it was on an incline there. It, was, it happened near the intersection of Glenwood and Hillsborough Street. And the, the, I, Mike, I saw a sign for the char, char grill. Char almost, grill. Almost okay. Right yeah. before you get so to char right. grill to where it happened. Yeah. So a lot of, a lot of the floats uh, have, I mean, it, it, they haven't made it very far. Christine says that her got that started, really. Curtis Media Group float had not even gotten going. Wow. Mm. So there, there are people – the Raleigh Christmas Parade has been canceled. And there are – so everybody is disbanding. They're trying to, to do all of it to get organized with that. People who have been watching the parade, thousands of people in downtown Raleigh. So definitely, if you are listening to us, uh, don't go near downtown Raleigh for a while because – and especially near the intersection of Hillsboro and – Glenwood Avenue, because you're not going to be able to get through there. I'm sure they will keep some streets blocked off longer than they were intending. And it's just not a place. There's a lot of cars in downtown Raleigh anyway now. And um, such a such a tragic thing. Uh, Sylvia Wiggins, Helping Hands Ministry, was uh, the Grand Marshal, and uh, what an angel she is. And I'm sorry – that all of this happened uh, for her and for the parents and for the for everybody involved and, and for us too. We were enjoying talking about it, but I'm I'm sure that they will will get all of this uh, straight. I'm sure that the the parades uh, around the the Triangle area, uh, so very cognizant of safety. But uh, who who would ever have thought about a, a truck losing its a relatively new truck losing its brakes? So they'll uh, certainly investigate that aspect of it. And uh, so there's a lot lot to clean up here. Uh, get, getting people out of the way. We can, uh, we can see the children from the dance troupe, I'm sure, in shock. But uh, again, a little girl was, was hit by a truck in the parade, in the Raleigh Christmas Parade. It has uh, been canceled now. It disbanded. Uh, she was taken to the hospital. The truck was not moving very fast. It was right as a part of a dance troupe and hit hit this unfortunate little girl. So we will uh, keep reporting on that throughout the day here on 98.5 FM, 680 AM, WPTF. Gerald, uh, 
you've got uh, big plans. You're going to be at the farmer's market, I know. And what else are you going to be doing? Well, I'm, I'm going the week after Thanksgiving to California to see my new grandson, who is, is seven weeks old today. Wow. Uh, so I'm excited about that. And, and is, he's got doctors. Both of his parents are doctors. Yes. So is he yes. already talking? And Not yet, but it probably won't be long. His <laughs> older brother will be two in January. and it's, uh, He's probably know, already gotten into as, college. As my wife said. I don't know if we've hardly got enough sense to play with him, but we try. He's playing with a stethoscope. Yeah. We try anyway on that. And then I've got the Christmas carousel coming up after that. And for all of you out there that uh, the Gerald and Henry's plants, I'll be sending out my December email soon to Pope the people that are on my email list about if you're looking for a tomato or pepper plant I didn't have this year, now is your time to speak up because I'm working on next year's grow list. The, the, the website? GeraldandHenrysPlants.com. All right. Brother Rufus, uh, we love you, and, and uh, we'll see you next week. We will be – next week we'll be in here. We'll be – that'll be – and Pam Beck will be with us. Yes, I'll, I'll be back from spending some time at, at Pinehurst and – I'm going to put out some pansy plants this afternoon. All right. Well, everybody, have a great weekend and pray for this little girl. We'll be back and have more on this straight ahead.